0: Hello and welcome. Is your business your mission and your mission your business? If yes, you found your tribe. Whether you feel like it or not, you are avant-garde, going your own way, making your own path, doing it like no one has done before. And the answers to the challenges you're facing aren't in a book. My friend, you are not alone. This is the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Bailey, a mission minded serial entrepreneur and traveler. My purpose on this earth is to use my authenticity and passion to equip and empower social entrepreneurs to live in their highest calling, feeling freedom, fulfillment, and security, and inspiring others to do the same. Join me for stories, tips, and tricks for taking avant garde inspired action in your business so that you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. I believe it doesn't have to be hard to be right. Welcome to episode 46 of Avant Garde Entrepreneur. I am so glad you're here today with me, my friend. Today's episode is unique because it is designed for both social entrepreneurs and shoppers. Yes, we are moving into the gift-giving season from Christmas to Kwanzaa and lots of holidays in between. Many of you who sell products like handbags, accessories, home goods, and delicious transportable foods like coconut oil, coffee, tea, and chocolate have been gearing up for a few months now. And pretty much all of us have started our lists, or at least thinking, I really need to start my list for all of the gifts, meal items, and our extra charitable donations. Because remember, our charities have monthly expenses and gifts to buy just like you do. The purpose of this episode is to first make you aware of an incredible new way to shop with purpose, second, to show how you could position your social enterprise or charity to be a recipient of extra donations from big brands for free, and third, to share an opportunity to help your as well as all the other social enterprises and charities in your country we're talking major long-lasting impact here no matter which of the purposes stirs your heart we have a very special guest Kirsten Liang with us from shop Donation Shop donation is a revolutionary platform that really allows shoppers to select the charity of choice when they make purchases. Through shop donation, Kirsten redistributes commercial profits to nonprofits and social enterprises. She has a huge heart and a big vision. So whether you're a shopper or a social entrepreneur or both, this episode is for you. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I was listening to quite a few of the episodes of your podcast and it really resonates. I think also as a young social entrepreneur, there's so much that I'm still learning, you know, and, and so many resources that are available, but are confusing, as you've said as well. And sometimes we, we also just need a kind of mentor voice to listen to. So it's been, it's been really helpful for me as well. Well, thank you. So tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Kind of what was
0: your early career?
1: Sure. So I was born and raised in Cape Town in South Africa. So my family as well, but I have heritage from Asia. So I have Chinese roots and my lineage is sort of a little bit scattered, but always really felt resonant with, I suppose, a lot of different places, a lot of different cultures. And that kind of also segues into my story. So growing up in South Africa and then after studying abroad for a semester in the Netherlands and finishing my degree in Cape Town and deciding that I wanted to, to explore the world and travel. And it's been a few years of, of living in that way so I'm currently still digital nomad working online and um, and traveling and it's it's been great I also really feel still the sense of wanting to be connected to South Africa a country that I did come from but at the same time wanting to to explore other places and wanting to sort of see, what else there is in the world. And yeah, so when when it comes to also impact work and, you know, social entrepreneurship, I think there's often a sense of having a deeper purpose in your work or wanting to do something. And coming from a country like South Africa where there is so much inequality, there's been a lot of struggle over the generations also after the end of apartheid to get to a level of everyone feeling more, equal and equitable and just for there also being enough funding around, you know, for governance also being good. And so I've always been aware that there was a big need for some kinds of change, some kinds of, of impacts in the country. And that sort of always leads me back to, to feeling connected and wanting to do something that is, is impactful in my home country while I'm still living in different places and exploring and sort of finding my own path individually. So yeah, it's a kind of an interesting thing, I think, when it comes to our, our purpose and our heritage and, and also what our life path is uh, for ourselves and also for our work.
0: Kirsten, I really, I commend you for getting out there because it's easy to stay at home It's easy to just keep doing the same thing day after day. It's easy to do what our parents expect of us or maybe what the path seems to be in our community. But I think that you almost have to get away to really appreciate your home. You need the contrast. Mm -hmm. And I think that as people are going to hear, you're doing a lot of good in the world even though you're not living in your home, you're probably doing more good living outside of it because you have a different perspective.
1: It is true. I think also when you do leave your kind of comfort zone and your bubble, you're also very empowered to create the kind of life that you want to create. And I think that really resonates within business because when you're trying to start something yourself, it's obviously, you know, you're forging your own path. You're not doing what... Your parents are telling you to do or what everyone is doing around you. And that becomes a lot more natural once you've left your home or once you've left your your familiar surroundings. Mm-hmm. And living on a daily basis with that kind of intention of what, what do I want to create? How do I want to live? It really feeds into also what, what do I want to do with my career and my skills and you know how do i want to make money but also how do i want to to give back to the world what do i want to do and create in this life so yeah i think definitely getting out of of south africa and and exploring also gave me a lot of space to reflect on my true calling and my purpose i suppose of what i actually wanted to do on my path so it's it's interesting how sometimes we do need to leave home to have that clarity and and to to really feel a sense of purpose in what we're creating
0: absolutely well on that note tell us what was your spark so you you traveled obviously during university you came back to Cape Town to finish, and then mm-hmm. you've you left again. So, what was your spark to get involved in shop donation?
1: So, my partner is from the Netherlands, and he's actually the founder of Shop Donation International. Oh, okay. okay. So, he started the first platform in the Netherlands called Door Shop, and that was running well. And he saw the the ability for the system to be used in other countries as well, and so that's how Shop Donation became more of a franchise, something that is international and not just in one country. And the approach is really to have a person to run the platform in their country, mm-hmm. because of course each each country has its own languages, culture different stores as well, different shopping habits, and of course, different different charities, different organizations and and NGOs. So to have one person from that country running that platform Mm -hmm. is really key to be able to make it as good as possible, as authentic as possible and successful as well. So I met him and heard about the work that he was doing. And it took a while for me to, to really feel that this is my choice of what I want to do and how I want to, to pursue my career. I didn't also want to just go into it because, you know, this is what my partner is doing and it's an opportunity. It was, yeah, really something that I over time felt that this is something that I can also make happen in South Africa. And it's something that I want to, I want to feel like I'm using my skills and using my, my ability to also reach people to be able to, to spread this concept. And also when you are in different countries, you're meeting a lot of people who also maybe have aligned skills or are also shopping online or wanting to use these similar platforms so really being able to talk more about this and spread the word also sparked the fact that like this this is something i can i can make happen in my own home country and that felt really aligned i had done volunteer work in the past and during university i was part of shoko which is a student run organisation they do great work and we were very dedicated on the ground you know Helping with education programs. But I felt during that time that there was very little that I could do just as, as a person organizing these after school activities, basically for, for a limited number of, of children. And there was a little bit of hopelessness, I suppose, when I thought about working in the, the NGO sector or giving my, my time and energy when it felt like the system itself was so against us in so many Mm -hmm. ways, it's so difficult to stay motivated and to feel that, you know, I am actually making an impact, which is positive. And sometimes this is the reality as well. When you're going into to different communities, you think that you know what people want, but often that's not the case. You know, like Mm -hmm. the people know what they want and having that kind of relationship with, Impact work was quite difficult because I felt like maybe I'm making a negative impact, like not, it's not even neutral anymore. So I really, it took me a while to refind that kind of spark for doing impact work. And it was really cool to, to figure out that there's ways from a systemic level that we can, we can change things and we can then make an impact and still, I can still be a part of this kind of meaningful work, but not have to feel that I'm doing something that's perhaps not not as helpful as as what I'm intending it to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's also just, it's been amazing to have this opportunity to run something like Shop Nation because I'm interacting with founders and, and, and owners of all different organizations and causes and people who are doing such incredible work, such amazing projects, and to feel that I can be helping in a lot of different areas, not just choosing education or just choosing animal welfare or healthcare, but really being able to tap into all of that and build relationships with people who are working in the sector as well. That's been really, really incredible. So I think that was really the The tipping point for me realizing, whoa, like from a system level, we can redistribute all of these commercial profits and allow nonprofits and and other causes to have access to to funds that, you know, it's it's just like a hack in the system, which seems incredible. So to be able to do that and to feel that, that that's still really, really important work, of course, that is able to impact some change. That that really feels super meaningful and to be able to use my skills of also, you know, doing things online and being able to hone in on that and do that remotely, it has really just been incredible.
0: It sounds like you are probably just as aligned with your life and your passion as is humanly possible. It sounds amazing. (laughs) It's so interesting what you said too about coming from the nonprofit space. Some of the entrepreneurs that come into Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Academy had similar feelings that Mm. they, even people who were working in their community, there is sometimes a feeling of hopelessness and there's so Mm. much need and they come into the social enterprise sector or Ease into the social enterprise sector because they realize that helping people help themselves is the greatest gift that you can give. Yeah. And you're so right. The people in the communities, they know what they need. And when it sounds like with your role, you really meet people where they are and make it so that if this works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. So, exactly. So, when I first learned about shop donation from meeting you, I thought this sounds, almost too good to be true and even when I was thinking about trying to explain it even though I've been through it I don't feel like I'm very good at explaining it. Can you tell us how shop donation works both from both angles both for the consumers or the shoppers and also for the social entrepreneurs or charities?
1: Sure yeah it's it does sound too good to be true whenever there's anything that's like free money that's just alarm bells for everyone, I think, especially in the in the nonprofit sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm very wary of also how I present it because I don't want it to sound like a scam, because it really mm-hmm. sounds it honestly does sound a little bit too good to be true. So how it works as I've I've mentioned with the commercial profits. So using affiliate marketing, I'm not sure if you I'm, I'm sure you know about affiliate marketing, but maybe I can explain it to yes, um, any listeners who, yeah, who yes. might not. So most people have probably watched a YouTube video or read a blog post where there is a referral link or an affiliate link. And usually people do state if you buy this product that they are advertising or talking about in the video or blog post through their link, they receive a commission, a reward from that store, that brand. So this is a way for the brand itself to get more customers basically through sometimes an influencer or any person who runs a blog or has a following. So with affiliate marketing, we are utilizing that in shop donation to The referrers basically for multiple shops. So we have a lot of different stores on shop donation, both locally in South Africa and internationally. And all of those stores are wanting us to promote them basically to get them more customers. So they give us a link um, that we can use when promoting them. And that link will tell them that a person has been brought by us once they make a purchase, so everything is tracked and allows them to then reward us with a commission when a purchase is made. So this is the the way that well, this is where the money comes from right this is This is where the free money comes from. it is coming from somewhere, it's being paid by the brand. so the brand would usually use this marketing budget for making an advert, a billboard paying upfront and not knowing how many customers are going to come from that. This way of affiliate marketing is a really nice method of marketing for brands because they don't have to pay anything unless a customer actually purchases something. So it's really a low risk investment for them. And also for, for us and for shoppers as well, we we get to learn more about the products out there. So it's a win-win. So with shop donation, if you arrive as a shopper on the website, the first step that you have is to select a cause or a charity organization that you would like to support. So we have a list of of organizations registered on the platform and we're always open to receiving new causes as many causes as possible um we're very open to to all types of projects it could also be crowdfunding initiatives schools churches any any religious organizations community clubs so it's not restricted only to charities or to registered NGOs it can also be yeah any initiative so The person, the shopper uh, selects the course that they would like to support and then they select the shop that they would like to go to. So we have a list of brands that are affiliated with us. Once they click on that link, so say they're going to book a holiday and they see that There is an airline, Uh, for example, we have Qatar or Etihad. So they click on Qatar and they're redirected to Qatar's homepage. So they would then make their flight purchase at Qatar as usual. They don't pay anything extra, but because Qatar sees that they have come from us, they pay a commission, which our system, Shop Donation, pays to the charity or the organization that was chosen. So we turn that commission into a donation and that donation is thus generated by the shopper, given by the shopper, but the shopper doesn't actually pay extra for that donation to be made. So I hope that made sense in a nutshell of how it works. That's a
0: brilliant explanation. I could have never done that. (laughs) I'm so <laughs> glad we have you on here. <laughs> and it's also great too, because I didn't realize that religious organization's crowdfunding, so mm. you know, a church, synagogue, a mosque, they could be a part of it too. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I know that you run the um you run shop donation South Africa. Yes. And there are a few other shop donations by country. I know there's the Netherlands. Not one in the U.S. yet. Let's say someone from, and I don't want to put you on the spot. So if the answer is no, that's okay. But let's <laughs> say someone in Ghana. Let's say maybe there, there's not a shop donation in Ghana yet that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And maybe this person, it's not really in their wheelhouse to start the whole thing, to start a franchise. Would they be allowed to contact... Um, you are one of the other shop donation franchise owners to ask about being a charity on their platform? Or is it only country by country?
1: So when it comes to the, the charities or the causes, they can register on any shop donation. Um, we're actually going to launch an international integration soon where automatically every... Cause that signs up will be on every platform. So eventually our goal is to have every country in the world that does e-commerce online shopping, um, step by step. It takes yes. a while to, to get yes. all of those wow. countries on, but in, um, yeah, in a few months. That will be possible. And from now already, if that person is running a project in Ghana, they can already register on shopdonation.co.za. So the South African version or the Dutch version. We also have one in Switzerland, um, South Korea, and there's a few others that, um, have, uh, are in the works, um, building up the, the platform. So they, they can register on those websites, mm-hmm. but it is most effective if they have a following in that country already. So people, friends or family or donors, supporters who are living, for example, in South Africa and will shop online from mm-hmm. South Africa. Okay. Because a lot of the e-commerce is restricted to, to that country, right? If, if I'm purchasing something, um, in South Africa from a South African store, it probably won't be able to be shipped to Ghana unless they do Ghanaian shipping. So in that case, it works best for that cause to register on the platforms where they know that they have a little bit of a following already. And then those people can shop for them in their home countries and support them from there.
0: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So are there I understand. So I want to make sure we're clear. So we're looking at based on the date we're recording. We're looking at spring of 2024. That the international uh, spring, summer, fall of we're, 2024.
1: We're, yes, we're let's just say 2024. Yes, we're going for that. 2024. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Also, you know with. With startups, things take time. And yeah, our program is working very hard. He's from Ukraine. So he's also, yeah, there's there's a lot going on also with the work that he has to do. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's it's something that is definitely happening in the future, but I cannot tell you an exact date yet. I don't but want to pin yes. you down. I just want people are <laughs>
0: listening to it in let's say twenty twenty five that yeah. just kind of give them an idea that, that's amazing definitely. so are there I know that there are a few not a few there are about eight franchises at last I knew are there more mm-hmm. franchise opportunities available
1: definitely can you tell yeah. us about those um, yeah so we have a website page that maybe we can link to I can I can give you the link and people can check that because yeah as you say people might be listening at different times and the this could change but we are wanting to, as I've said, be in every country that, that does e-commerce. So we are always open to finding someone who is called to run this platform in their country. And at this point, we, we don't have many spots that aren't available. So mm-hmm. a lot of the world is still. Still up for grabs, we can say. Um, So yeah, I'll I'll give you that link and and people can check that in real time to see what opportunities there still are.
0: That's exciting because it's still new. It's it's that early, I wouldn't say it's an early adopter phase, but it's still pretty early um, to get to, for people to, especially getting people on the platform and accustomed to it. So this is exciting for all of you innovators out there and the passionate go-getters. This is the time (laughs) now to get on it definitely so what would you say obviously the listeners have heard you and we'll hear more from you but and you have a lot of amazing qualities but you also have access to the other franchise owners what would you say are the personal and professional qualities that really make the franchise owners successful
1: we're often actually looking for for two people possibly to run one country's franchise because the skills that are needed are kind of two different sets of skills. So the first being with online marketing, affiliate marketing as well, you have to be comfortable with getting all of the shops on the website, being able to to handle missed sales and administrative things and also to be able to market the platform. So With social media, with, with any kind of online marketing, all of that is usually under the the same kind of skill set. And then on the other hand, we're trying to reach as many causes and nonprofits as possible. So a person who is very well networked in the nonprofits or charity sector would be a really ideal candidate, especially if they're, um, if they have a big reach already. It's very easy then to get a lot of people to start using the platform sort of from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and that's really that's really great because the more causes that we have on the platform, the more shoppers we can reach, basically. So the second type of person that we would be looking for would really be either a fundraiser or someone who is within the nonprofit world and is is very well networked.
0: Okay. So probably someone who has good strong technical skills or at least the mm-hmm. has the kind of that technical gift you, where you don't have to know everything but you feel confident that you can figure it out exactly and then someone that who really likes to talk and network and engage with lots of people yeah yes well in most cases those are two very different people but in the case of shop donation south africa is one person it's you and that's amazing yes <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Foundations, where you can go from contemplation to clarity in just six weeks. How incredible does that sound? By learning to tap into the superpower of your spirit, you'll feel refreshed in your mind, certain of your mission, and inspired in your business. Go to trishabayleyphd.com forward slash AGEF dash waitlist for more details. You can also find the link here in the show notes what kind of time commitment is involved if, you know if someone is running an organization or they're already doing a lot of networking and obviously we're talking about two people what if someone is looking at, to bring this on what kind of a, a time let's say per month or per week would they need to budget for this
1: mm-hmm. so we're usually looking at around 16 hours per week so it's a it's a part-time commitment of course when you're building a business and starting from scratch, you, you're not earning from it yet. So you can't rely on this as a full-time job or a full-time income. So everyone needs to either have a, a part-time job on the side or something else that they're working on that's bringing in income for them to to support themselves while they build this. So it, we're never going to ask for a 100% all of your time, full-time mm-hmm. job commitment. But yeah, definitely part time and something that people also already sort of networked in, as we've said. So if you're already working within the sector, it's sort of a little bit of an extension of of your work already. And it should be quite easy and not not actually take that much time. So it really depends on how well networked you are if you have a lot of people already that you can contact and tell about this it will be a lot easier to to get people on board quicker uh, whereas if you're starting out and you you don't have any anyone in your network it, there's a, a bigger time commitment to make those relationships from the technical side a lot of that work happens in the beginning. So setting up the website, getting all of the stores, your local stores, especially to partner with you and to, to have that on the website through the affiliate links. And then just making sure that the whole website is translated into your country's language, all of that stuff, which it can take some people longer than others so it also it depends on on your your technical skills and how committed you are also to to learning on the job so yeah it's something that there's definitely a bigger time commitment in the beginning mm-hmm. as i think with many businesses And later, once the whole website is built up and there's a lot of causes on board as well, a lot of shoppers that know about the platform and many people are using it, the work actually becomes less. So Mm -hmm. that's when things become a little bit more automated. It's almost like a, like a semi passive income at that point. And that's also how the donations are. And we're, we're wanting that. In the same way to be how the fundraising works for the causes is that in the beginning, they really have to explain to people also, if you are shopping online, please use our link because we can, we can earn donations from that. And eventually, once supporters and donors adopt that habit, they don't really have to be reminded as much. It becomes income that causes are able to make in the background as well. So their work in marketing it and sort of. Telling their their supporters about it also goes down over time.
0: So it's really on the part of the there's work on the part of the recipients as well to start to help with the behavior change of their their donors and supporters to say, hey, shop on this link. Exactly. Blast it all over their website, put it on <laughs> put it on everything. How does it work as far as basically, I guess the short version is compensation? to the shop Mm -hmm. donation franchisee. Is there like a percentage of the commission that comes in that is allocated for operating costs and for the one to two people?
1: Yeah. 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 So we do have a percentage of that. And there is also a franchise fee that is paid from that. So a percentage rather than a set amount. Mm -hmm. So it also makes it very low risk for someone who's who's starting out. And usually to buy into a franchise is really expensive and mm-hmm. someone might not have a lot of upfront costs to be able to join. But with shop donation, the, the buy-in is, is very low in comparison to most. And there's also no need to pay a monthly fee from the beginning. So it really comes out of the, the commission and the amount of, of shopping that is done.
0: So really if you have the time and you have the network and you have someone who has some technical capabilities this is really a great tool because there's there's not a lot of risk really for there's relatively speaking there's not a lot of risk for the big brands because they are not giving away anything if no one buys exactly. and you make the franchising fees based on a percentage versus the set amount and then obviously it's wonderful for the consumers as well to be able to, to use shop donation.
1: So yeah, a hundred percent. So for people who are also wanting to do something good or for everyday actions to just become a little bit more impactful and positive, it's a really incredible way to be more of a conscious consumer and not feel that like maybe you, you don't have a lot extra to give to a certain charity or you don't have the time to volunteer and give your time. But if you are just making, making a purchase online, it's, it's just a few clicks. You don't have to leave your house or do anything. And so this is a nice way to feel that you are still supporting any projects that are really close to your heart. And we also want it to be just a, a way for the, South Africa shopper, but also you know everywhere when when shop donation is everywhere for just every person to know this is an option for them if they're wanting to also shop more consciously.
0: They're already shopping already, so you might as well give while you're doing it, right?
1: Exactly, <laughs> not give, yeah, especially give, give with the biggest, holiday season. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Kirsten, what is your? It sounds like, as I mentioned, you're so aligned, but I know that every day is not rosy. What is your why? What keeps you going on the the tough days when you come across roadblocks or things just aren't going the way that you would like for them to go?
1: I think it's obviously difficult when you're starting a business and it's it's also something that's new for me so I didn't study an MBA or you know I didn't go that typical entrepreneurial route it was more coming from Wanting to also do something positive and wanting to use my skills and apply myself, I suppose. And so I think a lot of it also when it doesn't go well or when things, things take longer than what you, what you thought they would, or, you know, when you have those moments, I really also feel that it's, it's a personal development as well. So it's not just that I'm, I'm just doing this for, you know, work. I think that's something when it's, Social entrepreneurship, it, it's, it really is more of a vocation and more of something that within your path, you feel that this is the experience that you want to have as a person and as, as a soul or from, you know, on a deeper level, this is sort of what you're wanting to experience. So even if things are not really going as you think they should or in your timing, I always just feel that, you know, it, it is still meant to be in this way somehow and i'm still learning from it and i'm i'm doing my best and as long as that happens and you keep the long-term vision alive for yourself of why did you start in the first place and what almost imagining the best case scenario and feeling that in your body and getting excited about what still can happen even if it hasn't happened yet that that really gets me back into a positive space instead of feeling more, you know, kind of despondent and a little bit blocked when things aren't going well. So I think it is it is really important to have that that vision and that why, as you say. And yeah, for me, it is really that I do want to, to do something impactful and I do want to feel at the end of my life that I was proud of myself, that I applied myself and tried my best. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, I know that that was not because I didn't try mm-hmm. and that makes me sort of get out of that rut I suppose that
0: is incredible wisdom Kirsten I love that so thinking you know what can happen even if it hasn't happened yet that's brilliant mm. <laughs> I think yeah. we should coin that saying because that's <laughs> so true so before I ask my last question, how do people find you? What's the best way to reach you if people want to chat with you or have asked questions?
1: So I'm on LinkedIn. You can maybe put the put the links into your show notes, but just Kirsten Liang and also on on Shop Donation, so on the website, my email also for for shop donation. So Kirsten at shop We are also on social media. So the Instagram and Facebook pages as well. So any of those channels, you can you can reach me. Great. So
0: we'll, pay, we'll link to those in the show notes.
1: We'll link to the franchise
0: opportunity so that people can see what mm. countries are taken at that time. So yeah. assuming that page stays active, we'll mm. have that. Yes, it will. And then also we'll link to the um, the Shop Donation South Africa page so people can shop from there and link to you in the in LinkedIn because everyone's on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay, so Kristen, what is your biggest vision for shop donation? This is my last question. What is your biggest vision for shop donation?
1: My biggest vision is for, if I think about the South African platform, just mm-hmm. to have it be a household name in South Africa would be, incredible so to get to the point where everyday people know that this is a way that they can shop and give without having to to pay anything extra i think that would just be incredible because it would also change the the feeling of the everyday person that they can do more and maybe that's also what i needed you know when i was doing the the volunteer work and feeling a little bit like my my everyday actions are not Not always positive or not, you know, not doing enough. And for that to be easy, for that to be automated almost in, in just what we're doing, how we're living our lives. So that's the big vision for it to be a household name. Everyone knows that shop donation exists. Most people choose to use it. And yeah, for of course, all of these causes that aren't shop donation to be able to generate large, huge amounts of donations and that would just be mind-blowing to me to see also just to like visit all of the causes after and see what has been done with that money and what you know what new things could could happen because of of that new stream of funding that would truly be a a dream come true so here's to hoping that that (laughs) manifests Well, then we
0: will stand in agreement with you that this manifests. I love it that shop donation could be a will be not could be will be a household name that pretty much everyone will want to shop through shop donation. This will just be normal thing, just like using PayPal or anything else. They'll just exactly they'll just assume shop donation is the way they're going to make their purchases. And yes, for the causes to be able to see the magnitude of what happens for them as resources continue to start to really flow through to them. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I think it just feels like magic to everyone because from going from like, this is too good to be true to this is completely real and this has happened. That just gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Well, Kirsten, thank you so
0: much for making magic into reality for all of us. And thank you for your heart and for your partner who started this. We haven't given him any credit, but kudos yes. to that wonderful <laughs> human being <laughs> for getting it started. And also if you own another franchise, the Shop Donation franchise we commend you as well for the work that you're doing and for your heart because I've been on, I've clicked on a lot of them to see what's available and kind of what stores are available and what causes are there. And everyone is doing just an amazing job. So your entire team, all of the the franchise owners should be very proud of themselves. Thank you. So, Mm -hmm. Kristen, thank you again for being here today and for sharing your heart and the information with us. And we wish you all the best that the world has, to, so much. has to offer.
1: Thanks, Trisha. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I hope you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard, share it with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it here on your podcast player. Questions, comments, or feedback? Connect with me directly at trishabayleyphd.com or on social at trishabayleyphd. Now, you go and get back to making the world a better place. I'll see you back here soon.